She's one of the most important people at the Baltimore Ravens, but if you Google her name, you won't find anything. She flies under the radar publicly, never once to toot her own horn, but the players know how important she is. I once posted a graphic on the Ravens Instagram that said, when you think of the Ravens, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? And multiple Ravens legends commented, Miss Val. Valerie Weidman's technical title is player services manager, but day to day, she's so much more than that. If you asked a returning player who they were most excited to see, the answer might not be a former teammate or, sorry coach, even Coach Harbs. Oftentimes, it's Miss Val. Her desk is stocked with candy and Ravens memorabilia, and boy, does she have some stories. Let's just start with, how did you get to the Ravens originally? How did you get here? Well, I moved from New York. I was working with St. Vincent's Children's Center. And I started working a second job, which was security for an agency. And my first spot was the Ravens okay. working at training camp. Really? So was mm-hmm. that at when it was at the college or? Well, they were at they was at the college, but I had to work at the facility in Owens Mills. Gotcha. So like what year would that have been? That was 98 when I started there. Okay. Gotcha. So how did you how did your role sort of evolve into what it is today? So basically, I was outside in a booth, so I started talking with the players, moving their cars. They would wave and come see me, bring me water or whatever, and then I started getting used to everybody, knowing what car they was driving, the license plate. So when the weekends, when they travel, I work inside. So when I work inside, I start getting packages, I start logging them in, answering phones, and... That's where it all started. So your technical title now is player services manager. So I feel like that doesn't really encapsulate everything that you do. So what does your actual role entail? Well, I still I still answer the phones. I help with players with their birth certificates, social security cards, MVA, license, registrations, passports, global <laughs> entries, notaries. Whatever they need, I try to help them. I'd rather do it in-house right. instead of someone doing it outside. And, and right, or them break. having to go track all these things right. down. Right, like, which so I'm open to help with anything. So along, this is probably a couple of years ago, I posted this graphic on Instagram. It was kind of a thing that was going around, and it was like, if you see like the Ravens, what do you think of? And a bunch of Ravens legends commented, Miss Val. That when they think of the Ravens and they think of their time here, you're the first person that comes to mind. And that's so special to me. Like, players come back and they're so excited to visit you. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel good. I, I miss a lot of them. That's where I started. They they helped me be the person that, that I am now. By giving me the opportunity to do things for them, it made me who I am. Right, and just building those relationships. Mm-hmm. What's the, is there a craziest thing you've ever had to help someone with? Um, like getting passports done within three days when wow. someone needed it within three days. That's, how, how do you do that? You just know the right people at this point? Yes. Again, I go to, to I go to my connections and they, they get it done. They help me out. That's wild. And like for, I know for like the London game, like I'm sure you were involved in all of that too. Oh, Wow. That was a lot. Yeah, what, it, in, what went into that? 
I had to have um, some some of the young ladies come out from the passport so from the post office. They came out, set up offices like in the cafeteria, like each tables, <laughs> and the guys was just coming in, coming in with all their documents, making sure they had the documents. It was a lot. Yeah, it's great to me that here at the Ravens we make it so full service because I don't think that would have been the case most other places. You know, it's it's not. I have talked to a lot of other players that came from other places and they said they don't have a me there and the service that we give them they don't have that I even I have some of the guys that leave and then they call me back and say Miss Val could you help me with this (laughs) um or I lost my birth certificate and I was like I think I have it here you know (laughs) and I still have some of the stuff that's funny. It happens to be a little bit with like player verifications. It's like a player's not here anymore. We're like, oh, well, I lost my blue check on Instagram. Can you help me? I'm like, you play for another team now. Like, this is no longer my job, but sure. That's just how it is here. Um, so when I was prepping for this podcast, I Googled your name because I was like, surely someone has done a feature on Miss Val at some point, And you've never, to my knowledge, done a public interview before. Never. So how did I convince you? <laughs> You've been working for this for a long time. <laughs> this is not what I normally do. Right. I'd rather stand back and look at everything. Yeah, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I think everyone in this organization would agree that you and Megan McLaughlin are the ones that run everything, and people don't know that outside mm-hmm. of here. Um, so, yeah, I've been working Miss Val for a couple months mm-hmm. to get her to sit down here. <laughs> yes. Um, and your desk is always stocked with candy. There's Raven's memorabilia. There's always someone there when you stop by. And a lot of people refer to you as kind of like the mom of the team at this point. So how did you become that? Just making sure that when these guys are here, if they don't have family here, mm. I try to make them feel comfortable. Right. Even when it comes to someone will say they're hungry and I'll make some food. I'll fry. They love when I fry chicken, <laughs> macaroni, cheese, yams. <laughs> and then around Thanksgiving or the holidays, some of them don't go home or some of their family's not here. Sure. So I make sure if they wanted meals, I have someone that cooks, make fried turkey and all the Thanksgiving stuff for them so they can be comfortable. I just want them to be comfortable so they can play football and I can do the other side for them. Right, and not have to worry about Not to worry the about things. the little things. If they need something, oh, I'll get it. I might not know how to get it, but I'm going to work my way to get it so to make sure they're comfortable. That's really cool. Since you have been here in some capacity since 1998, you said, what have you seen change in your time here? I'm sure a lot, but. Well, where I started off at, when I became full-time in 99, the building in Owens Mills didn't have so many people. So it's a lot of people. Mm -hmm. We got two Super Bowls, right? (laughs) (laughs) That was a big change. Yeah, we'll take um, that kind of change. Yeah. And I guess, like, as we added those people, like, did that change your role at all, bringing more people on, or not really? Not really, because I'll still, I still do what I'm out to do. It may be where I am doing more, because this, I'm asked to do more things to help not just players, coaches, and scouts. I do a lot, even for 
the staff members. Right. I like to help them instead of them, oh, I can't come to work yet because I need to go to the MVA. I'll make the appointment for them and, and have everything done for them. Yeah, that's awesome. And how did you, I guess specifically kind of, we're talking about you really have a connection everywhere at this point. So how, just over time you built those, how did you develop those relationships at places like, you know, most people do not have a friend at the MBA. <laughs> most people dread going there. So how did you do that? Well, when I first started, Ernest Biner was the player development at the time. And when he left, he gave me his Rolodex. <laughs> and he said, everyone in this Rolodex knows you. If you need anything, you can contact them wow. and just tell them I sent you or they already know. So the first person that I sat down with was Maureen from the MVA. And she's been my rock since then. Wow. So what happens on the one day, someday when you retire? What happens to all of those connections? Are you going to, do you have your own Rolodex that you'll pass on to somebody else? I will. If it will help them, I will. But I I don't plan on leaving. <laughs> She's not retiring. She'll I'm be not. here forever. I'm, I'm going to be here forever. So we thought it'd be fun to play a little game since you do have a connection everywhere. So I'm going to run through a list of things, and I want to know if you could get me, me or, you know, a generic player, them. So I think you've covered some of these already, but we'll go through the list. So driver's license? Yes. Passport? Yes. Global entry? Yes. A babysitter? Yes. <laughs> A rental property? Yes. <laughs> a realtor? Yes. How about a mechanic? Yes. It's all yeses. A doctor? Well, we have a team doctor. We have a team doctor. Yeah, so yes. Mm -hmm. Dinner reservation? Some. Depending on the restaurant? Mm -hmm. Well, Jamil has his own restaurant, That's so I'm what sure I you said. can help that yep. out. Mm -hmm. Black Swan, we got Black you. Black Swan, yep. <laughs> what about concert tickets? Lisa. <laughs> Lisa, okay. It's another person on staff. Um, a player autograph? Well, I usually take them down here to them, the little autograph. Yeah. yeah so, yes. yeah. Mm -hmm. And movers. Yes. I like it. Um, it's all yeses. Basically, mm -hmm. if you need something, Miss Val is the place to go. Basically, your phone is available to a player or staff member 24-7. I think my job is 24-7, but yours is definitely 24-7. It's definitely. I can get a phone call at 3 o'clock in the morning. Sometimes they butt dial me. <laughs> and I answer. And and it's it's them are you answering the phone? At I answer my phone. I don't care do you what sleep? time it is. I do sleep, <laughs> but if they need me, if I'm available, I will be there. Rain or shine, Christmas, Christmas. holidays, doesn't matter? Doesn't matter. It's awesome. If they call me and say, Ms. Fam, my mother's coming in the airport at 3 o'clock. Okay, I'll be there. Wow. Most people wouldn't do that for their own family. And, I mean, this is your family, but, mm -hmm. like, that's incredible to me. I, like I said, I'd rather let them focus on football and I can focus for them on the outside of football. I'd rather help them out that way right? with their family, babysit, dog sit, house sit, anything they need me for, I'm there. I think, you know, when players always bring their families in when they sign, you know, for those like big press conferences. And I don't think people ever think about where are the kids that they brought in when all this stuff is happening? <laughs> They're with Miss Val. Me and Megan. <laughs> yep. We have them Running upstairs. them around the building. Mm -hmm. How many wins do you think that you could take credit for given that you keep everyone's focus on football because you're the one focused on everything else? Every game. <laughs> So Raven says you have Miss Val to thank for every Ravens victory, but we're not. It's not her fault oh, that no. they lost. That's you know it's the players' fault. But the wins are all Miss Val. Yes. <laughs> there is a 
podcast that I watched one time where they did played this game where it was like, who's the most famous person you could get on the phone? And they like literally in the podcast, they all played this game. It's there. It was on Zooms. So they were having people like join the call. Who do you think is the most? I'm not going to make you actually do it, but who do you think is the most famous person? If you call them, they're picking up the phone. <laughs> Bray Lewis and Ed Reed. That counts. Chris McAllister, Jamal, all of them. If I dial their phone, they will pick it up. They're answering for Miss Val. And the first thing they say is, hey, Miss Val, hey, sis. Well, you mentioned Chris McAllister. So speaking of, I have a few little videos I'm going to play for you. So I'll let you take my phone and you can play this one. Hey, sis. So I want to say thank you and congratulations. But more importantly, thank you uh, for everything that you've done for me. It's like it's... Very important that you know that without you, my life would have been like a complete wreck. And you've helped me through a lot of tough times and you've given me guidance in ways that, you know, only a sister could. So that's why I like to say that I miss you, I love you, and I appreciate you for all that you have done for me. Take care. Oh. So that's Christmas Callister, and he did "Hey Sis," like you said. Mm-hmm. How does that make you feel to see a guy like that talk about you that way? I have tears in my eyes. He is definitely my brother. It makes me feel so good to know that they can come back or call me for anything. Clearly, you have a very special relationship with him. How did that start? How did you develop that? So when we drafted him, and he walked in the door that day. He looked to the left, and then he looked to the right, and he looked at me. He was like, you're my sister. And I'm like, huh? (laughs) And Ozzy said, I need you to take care of him. And ever since then, he came in. He he gave me his checkbook, his credit card, his keys to his car. He said, could you turn my gas and electric on? I don't know how to do this. Could you do this for me? And ever since then, we have been close, even if he's not here. We're still close. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I have I have another one for you. Oh, you're going to make me cry here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll let you play this one, too. Hey, Miss Val. It's one of your favorite Ravens right here. I just wanted to say hello and tell you to say hello to my nephew, Justice. I know he's big now, probably a little man. But I just wanted to leave a message to you telling you how much we love you. You know how much I love you. You're like an auntie to me. And it happened from day one when you braided my hair. And this message is because I need my hair braided again. But um, we love you. And um, many blessings to you. Oh, I need the story on that one. You braided Ed Reed's hair the first day he was here. <laughs> well, when he came in from, from being drafted, he walked in the door. And Ozzy was like... I need you to do his hair. <laughs> so I took him in um, Donnie Henderson's office, and I put some cornrows in. We put a jacket on him and that, for his interview. For his um, introductory Inter- press conference mm-hmm. right there? That's wild. So yeah. you're the one that was, you're a stylist, too. <laughs> we'll add that to the resume. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to add that one, too. But yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's such an iconic player here, and you, again, have such a special relationship. How did that kind of develop over time? And I know, like, 
from other people and like ed could be like ed's intense you know like Mm -hmm. and he was very serious here and so i think Mm -hmm. like he was someone that i feel like for some people it was like harder to develop that relationship with but like for you it was so from the beginning from the very beginning if we needed stuff done for ed to do it's a lot of people didn't want to go and talk to him right so to say Val, could you ask ed this (laughs) or could you get ed to sign this or and he would just anything for you miss val anything and he even knows your son well. Yes. How mm-hmm. special is that for you? That's awesome. Justice grew up here in football. So a lot of them know him. Like the game yesterday, it was like a lot of the old guys saw Justice and they was like, wow, I remember when you was this, mm-hmm. when you was born and look at you. And so it's really good. Okay, I have one more for you. This is Bart Scott. <laughs> okay. And then I'll stop trying to make you cry. I know. <laughs> But when we said we were doing this, there was just a few guys that had to participate. So uh, this is a day that is, you know, a long time coming, but it should have been done a long time ago. And this is us really giving, you know, Valerie her flowers. I'm telling you what you think about you know, the Baltimore Ravens organization and what makes it so special. It isn't the championships. It isn't the the um, AFC championships. It isn't the Super Bowls. It's the people. And, and you know, I've been all over the place and it's the people. And one of the most special people within, you know, one winning drive, you know, over there in Owens Mills is Valerie. Valerie, we love you. We appreciate you. And thank you for making that house, that building, a home. It is not the same without you. And we love you so much that you are, have remained a part of my life, my charity's life, but endless amounts of players throughout the league that have come through those doors will always cherish you and love you and thank you so much for all that you do and all that you continue to do. You're always the connection to every person that's ever left that building. If Ozzy, if Steve needs to find somebody, they know they can go one place, and that's you. That's a testament to your your hard work and your dedication and your commitment to us. Whether we're a current Raven, a former Raven, we love you and thank you so much. And this is a long time coming. I'm going to go for a Valerie statue. I think it needs to be right next to Ray because guess what? I'm sure he'll be calling you for something a little later. Oh. <laughs> so you're getting a statue now, too. See, this is why I knew I had to have you on this podcast because the way that every single guy is so excited to have mm-hmm. you spotlighted like this. You know, even when we were just walking up here today to tape this. <laughs> Every single person is like, oh, my gosh, Miss Val is getting interviewed. You know, every single Ravens legend is going to be so excited to yeah. see you featured. This is it, this is this is a blessing. So we're talking about just your impact that you've had and one of the relationships that you've built. And Bart Scott is one that you still work with. Yes. yes. So what does that entail? Well, Bart had had adopted a school when he first started was Belmont Elementary in a city. So. His number was 57, so I would go shop. I would get 57 kids oh. from the school, and I would get a list of what they wanted. And he sends me the money, and at that time, we had Toys R Us. That was the best thing ever. <laughs> so I would go into Toys R Us on Town Road, and the girl said, sure. So every day I would go in there and fill up two shopping carts, three shopping mm. carts full of stuff from the list for the 57 kids. And they taking them in the back and they wrap them up so nobody touches the kids' stuff. Bikes, tablets. So I come back, I bring everything back here, and I have some of the girls here help me wrap. We wrap all of these gifts. And it's not just one gift. Yeah. A kid may have three, four gifts or whatever. But I do that for him. Then he has Thanksgiving at Helping Up Mission. 
So I would get some of the guys to come out to be with him. And even when he wasn't here, Ray Rice was the one that stepped in. So Ray would have everything down there. I have it all set up. They have dinner. They serve them. They sit down and eat with them. Now that a lot of the guys don't know Bart here, I have the alumni coming out, mm-hmm. and they help serve for Thanksgiving for them. Yeah, and that event still happens it to still this day. It still happens from this day, and I have to get a list from a school of the kids so I can start shopping again. It's kind of hard because it's not like toys <laughs> um, like toys us, so yeah. I go to Target. Um, Megan helps me a lot because mm-hmm. she goes shopping with me, or she goes to one store. Khadijah that used to work with Classicated, she goes. Her mother helps me. We all they all help me, and we come back, and I sit on the floor, and I wrap all the toys, and I sit them underneath the Christmas tree. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So Bart is still funding that, even though he's not here. Yes, he is. He's That's still really funding. neat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that you help with some players, like Thanksgiving events, too, hunting down turkeys. And- yes. So um, a lot of the guys will purchase turkeys, and they have the frozen turkey, and then they have the sides, the stuffing, but mashed potatoes and everything. We bag them, everything up. We take them to, the, to wherever they want to give them out, and we stand out there and they get them. And I make sure everybody have their turkeys. It's awesome. So it's really cool that not only are you touching so many lives mm-hmm. in this building, but in this community too. Yes. You know, a lot of that wouldn't be possible without you, which is really neat. Yes. And I love that Bart's still calling you. All these years me. later, Ms. Val's doing all the yeah. shopping. <laughs> he, he calls me. He goes, um, I'm sending you the money now. And I'm saying, okay. I said, which, for which one? Helping up mission or <laughs> for the toys? He said, we're going to get the toys out the way first. So. It's really cool. I yeah. love that you do that. So I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Do you have a favorite Raven that you've worked with? Each and every one of them. Mm-hmm. Each and every one of them. They're all special in their own yes, way. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Is there is there a former player who's really, you know, impacted your career here? They all have. They all have helped me, like I said in the beginning, to be the person that I am. They gave me opportunities to do things that I never thought I would do. Mm-hmm. When I moved here, I never worked in the office. And this was my first time. You know, coming from New York... I worked for New York City Housing Authority. I worked in a group home. I never would think that I would work for an organization like this. Did you ever think sports would kind of be your path? I've never thought. I never thought that. I like. I didn't know nothing about the Ravens when I moved here. All I knew was Giants and Jets, yeah. you know, stuff like that. But when I started, it was like... It was awesome. Purple it was my first, my favorite color anyway when I moved here. Well, it's a sign. <laughs> so. so now, like, I know we talked a little bit about what your role is here, kind of day to day. What does, like, a game day look like for you? So I have the lobby where the players come in, making sure that they, they're good coming in. If they need me to help them with the tickets or help them with they get wristbands for their families. I have them, and I'm I'm there till the last player leaves to make sure that they're okay going to their cars. Even though we have security, but that lobby is my lobby to deal with the families and the players and making sure that they are right and no one harasses them in it. Right, and I don't think people realize how much goes into that. It's a lot of logistics, you know, because the players come into the stadium and it might be their family's first time being there. They don't know where to go to get their credentials, and so you and Megan are able to help them Mm -hmm. with all of that. 
Do you have a favorite memory from your time working here? Maybe besides <laughs> winning two Super Bowls? Because I'm sure that's everyone's favorite memory. Super Bowls are definitely, um, I can go for another one. Yes, yeah, we're about to, I think. What yeah. do you think, um, which was the better party, Super Bowl party? Which Super Bowl? Oh my gosh, they both was awesome. Just to know the first Super Bowl, you come out the hotel and we have the whole parking lot filled with food and you know, staff members, everybody driving in Florida to see all the Ravens logos all mm-hmm. over the place. It was awesome. Then the second one was just the party was good to see all the artists there, how we all just party together as a family. Like no one was separate players here. Right. This, everybody was together. If I grabbed Ed Reed and put him in the middle of the floor. We were just dancing. <laughs> so. I'm going to need a video of that one. <laughs> and I mean, anywhere that Beyonce is has to be yes, cool. Yes, like, it was cool. Mm-hmm. That's, I'm so jealous and we need to. Mary J. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so cool. So everyone that I told, you know, we talked about how everyone's excited that you're doing this podcast says, oh, the stories Miss Val could tell. Some of them you're probably not allowed to share, you know, but like, Can't is there share. anything that jumps out at you from your time here that just really encapsulates it to you? It's so many stories. The fun things that we have here, you know, you have Eric do jokes. Mm-hmm. He does jokes on me. Our general manager is a prankster, yes, for those he, who don't know. Very much he is. Just like the day-to-day, you know? It's, it's fun. It's a fun environment. You know, people don't take themselves too seriously for the most part, you know, no. unless we're coming off a tough loss and then right. the vibes are not as fun. It's but. not as fun till after 3 o'clock, then it gets better. Yeah. Then we're, we're back to normal. We're working on the next day. It's just, it's a lot. It's, it's fun. We have bad days. We have good days. But we're still a big family, and I love that. Because you know. at the end of the day, we're all in it together. We're you all know? into all into the together all right so a couple last things for you i have this we call it a purple hot seat it's not not intense don't worry but just a few this or that questions for you at the end so training camp at mcdaniel did you like that better or having it here at the castle here at the castle i like it better here it's easier my setting down in mcdaniel's wasn't really good because i was behind a desk but here I'm behind my my desk your usual spot yeah Mm -hmm. Ravens defense or Ravens offense defense defense and game day at the stadium or just a normal day at the castle a normal day at the castle that's where she's happiest that's where I'm the last thing I want to leave you with is just because we've talked about so much about how how much of an impact you've had here. What do you want your legacy here to be? Not that you're going anywhere, you know. <laughs> when that day comes, you know, 100, 100 years from now, what do you want your legacy to be here? I want to be able to keep doing what I'm doing to help. Even if I'm not here anymore and if they contact me, ask, would you like to come and help? I sure would. I want to always be part of this team if I can. I love that. Thanks for coming on, Miss Val. Thank you. Appreciate it. I appreciate you. My, my begging for three months finally <laughs> paid off. Here we are. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. And I know everyone's going to be really excited to hear it. So thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Ever since I floated the idea of having Miss Val come on the podcast, I have been bombarded by coworkers asking me when she's being featured, when they can listen in. 
Even just walking up to the studio today to record this, we got stopped multiple times by people saying, oh my gosh, it's finally happening. It just goes to show you how much she means to the people here. It's become cliche to hear the Ravens family tossed around, but in these moments, you can really see what it means. It goes beyond the players and the coaching staff. Even us on the quote-unquote business side are a part of it. Some of us, like me, quite literally when you meet your future spouse through your job, but in other ways too. Four people in my wedding next year are either current or former Ravens coworkers, and so many of our lifelong friendships we've forged here will be a part of that day. But it's in the little things, too. It's seeing Lisa Dixon, the senior director of special events and special assistant to the owner and president, dropping off a car full of baby supplies for a pregnant coworker my first month here. That's just always stuck with me. Or around this time each year when every department decorates their area for Halloween and hosts trick-or-treating for all the staff and player kids. Traditions like Victory Cake and Food Truck Tuesdays. This place is special and people like Miss Val are what make it so. Don't forget to rate, leave a review, and subscribe if you're enjoying the podcast. And I'll talk to you soon.